The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Kim Strother. The federal government's new bipartisan debt agreement could pave the way for the Mountain Valley Pipeline to be completed. The Fiscal Responsibility Act includes orders to accelerate the project's permitting process. Virginia Senator Tim Kaine introduced an amendment Thursday to remove the pipeline language from the debt deal. Kane says he's concerned the project is skirting a critical regulatory process that examines its environmental impact. We need reliable and affordable power, but there's a right way to do it and a wrong way. And the wrong way is to say Congress gets to put their thumb on the scale. That is just completely unacceptable. The pipeline is planned to stretch from West Virginia through six counties in southwest Virginia. It will cross waterways and cut through the Jefferson National Forest. The Senate is expected to vote on the plan in the next few days. A VCU School of Pharmacy professor is encouraging eligible people to get a COVID-19 booster following the ending of the public health emergency earlier in May. Dr. Kelly R. Good compared the virus's ability to mutate with influenza in a VCU health article. She says boosters can protect people from needing to be hospitalized if they do contract the virus. The CDC recommends that people between 6 and 64 years old receive at least one dose of a bivalent COVID-19 booster. The Commonwealth Transportation Board recently approved dozens of regional projects, but there's one more step in the process before work can begin. Ian Stewart with VPM News has more. In 2021, dozens of Virginia localities began applying for grants to fund major and minor road upgrades. These include proposals to upgrade sidewalks on Hull Street near the Mayo Bridge and create a two-mile path connecting neighborhoods near George With High School. Funding is awarded on a biannual basis and comes through Virginia Department of Transportation's SmartScale program. Here's Brooke Jackson, SmartScale program manager. It's a very engaged process to actually get projects in the program, and it takes a long time to compile applications, figure out transportation needs, and figure out what the transportation priorities are to actually get them prioritized. After two years of planning and review, VDOT sent its final recommendations to the Commonwealth Transportation Board last week. In the Richmond region, 20 projects could receive about $237 million in funding. CTB will select which proposals move ahead on June 21st. Ian Stewart, VPM News. Henrico County Police say they recovered a loaded gun Wednesday from a John Rolfe Middle School student. The incident marks the seventh time this school year that a gun was confiscated at a county school, according to WRIC. In a social media post, County Manager John Vitolkis urged parents and guardians to talk to their children about gun safety. There's no reason that elementary school, middle school, or high school kids should have access to a gun at home. Please help us. Chief of Police Eric English also says Henrico is working towards improving school safety. That's meant installing additional cameras and potentially using weapon scanners next school year. Henrico's school board is expected to discuss school safety at its June 2022 meeting. 
The Environmental Protection Agency has proposed new limits on tailpipe emissions in cars and trucks. And according to the Virginia Mercury, Virginia's already on track to meet the EPA's standards. A 2021 change in state law requires all new passenger car sales to be electric by 2035. The law does not apply to heavy trucks, however, so the state will need to follow the EPA's new limits for its fleet. Trucking Association experts say the Virginia's truck fleets will potentially be fully electric by 2025. Mayor LeVar Stoney joined city and federal housing officials in Richmond's Blackwell neighborhood earlier this week to celebrate the planned renovation of an affordable housing development. Richmond Redevelopment and Housing Authority plans to issue about $14 million worth of bonds to renovate towns at River South. The Manhattan-based related companies already owns 86 units in the development, but 75 additional units will be sold to the company by RRHA under the Federal Rental Assistance Demonstration Program. The approval of this RAD application and partnership with Related Affordable will provide the necessary updates for our residents to live comfortably and with dignity. Neither RRHA nor the city is responsible for paying the bonds. The newly acquired units will be restricted to people making less than 30% of the area's median income, about $30,000 for a family of four. The other 86 will be restricted to those making less than 50% of the area's median income, though those requirements will expire. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.